0: Meet mesquite repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information.
2: Morning sickness. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Allergy Day. Got me last night. Uh, it is 5:45. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's around here somewhere. This is the morning sickness, and off we go. Yeah, I got it. Middle of the night, I started waking up. I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. We're draining. It's the first time in a long time I've had it. It's not terrible, but I'm tasting my own uh, uh, egg batter that just mm. keeps sliding around. It's gross. But it's that time of year. Everybody goes through it. Uh, and uh, the Cardinals, though, last night, maybe it's just from my constantly uh, looking at the TV going, what's going on? Putting up 40-plus points. And all it took was DeAndre Hopkins to come back, and this team looked like a football team, or... Was it uh, the fact that any uh, anytime your defense has not looked good and your offense has been bad, put Andy Dalton on the opposition and you're going to be just fine? Serve it up. Andy Dalton helps teams get better. That's for sure. That was fun to watch, though, last night. Nice job, Cardinal fans. And, Brett, your pregame research... Turned out to be fairly accurate Cliff Kingsbury's girlfriend is on some sort of location shoot for the next week or so. She's not in town. He has no reason to go home, so he focused all week at work without having to think about that girl waiting for him by that weird fireplace in that awesome backyard of his. Yep, it was the only
3: place to turn.
2: The only thing he had was work. He buried himself in work, and look what it did. They looked prepared. (laughs) They had DeAndre Hopkins in the game plan. Kyler Murray looked and and he and Kyler Murray got into it last night, which was they pretty did. fun to watch when he kept saying, calm the f*** down. He kept screaming at Cliff Kingsbury because Cliff's pent up. I like seeing it. Kyler running over going, calm the f*** down. Basically means he recognized that also Cliff's balls are all swollen no up. Release, He's backed yeah. up. He's had no good release for Eyes over a week. Eyes was so
3: bloodshot.
2: This is the way to make the Cardinals win, Cardinal fans. You take away that insanely hot girlfriend, Cliff Kingsbury. Put her on the road. Get her out of town uh, during uh, the football season and have him only want her, not have her. The beard was was on it last night. I'm proud of the Cardinals. I don't like the Cardinals, but I'm proud of the Cardinals last night because I am rooting for Cliff Kingsbury to stay in town on the off chance that I get to run into that thing in person. (laughs) Just you know, maybe you see him at um, you know Buck and Rider or something, and Cliff. And of course, if she was in there, there would be. I'd never get a peek. Maybe it would just be on an off day and. It's kind of an empty day and lunchtime and Cliff and that girl roll in. And and my eyes get to be bathed in whatever her ass looks like in person. My God. And those new jeans. Whatever Whatever she's got going on. I don't think it's the jeans, Brady. I'm going to go off on a limb and say, I've seen her in jeans and swim trunks and shorts. She makes all the clothes work just fine. Stop that, Brett. You mean these? Yeah. Those are good jeans. (laughs) (laughs) See, now she's in a different pair of pants and... Those look really nice. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Those are painted on. Yeah, they are. They're happy to be there. Oh. Those pants are so happy to be there. You know that fabric? If fabric had feelings, how good it would be to slide up on that rather than like you're sitting there hanging on a a hanger and a hook at Lane Bryant just knowing what's about to put you on. (laughs) What you're about to protect is possibly horrifying. But this
1: is where she was yesterday. She was uh, apparently... No, she's
2: skiing somewhere. No, she's climbing that's, mountains. That's a oh, base She's camp a, at uh, like Nepal or Everest. something. Yeah. Jeez. All right. Is she climbing Everest right now?
3: She probably went to the base oh. camp. 18, well, she goes 000, to the base
2: feet. often, and that's why Cliff Kingsbury is a problem. She
3: wanted, She's to the original base. Yeah,
2: she's taking it to the base.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's her being hot climbing mountains. Yeah. I don't think that, that can't be that Everest. Possible. Like a gift shop at Everest? Oh, let's see here. Uh, Where is she?
1: Annapurna Mountain Range. Who knows
3: right.
2: pass. Or We're something. over there. It's she's, in Nepal. All right. She's doing good. She's got Sherpas. She's far enough away from the beard, so that, it worked yeah. out for us. And she's busy. And probably no cell reception. So they're That's not even true. talking. This is why Cliff Kingsbury's team won last night and put 40 on the board. Now, 14 of it was defense, but still, the offense couldn't score three points on the worst defense in football last week. They put up whatever they put up yesterday. As an offense, Cliff Kingsbury needs that girl to be missing in action.
3: D-Hop seemed to be the factor.
2: That's not the factor. My defense. It's her. (laughs) She's the factor. We've been right all along. And when Brett said that yesterday, right before we did the picks, his girlfriend's over in some crazy foreign land, and she's been gone for a week. It's like, they're going to win this game. He's He's been at the facility. Coach Tomlin said in his press conference the other day with the Steelers, They said, did the teammates appreciate all the work that Minka uh, Fitzpatrick puts in? And Mike said, uh, I don't think they even know how often he's here. A lot of times at midnight, 1 in the morning, it's just he and I. And that made me rest comfortably because that told me Mike Tomlin is in that building 24 hours a day trying to fix what's wrong with his team. That's what you want. He's been living there for years. Absolutely. Legendary that Joe Gibbs' wife used to come visit him in his bedroom in his office because he's like, if I come home, all I'll do is think about football. I'll pop up in the middle of the night and drive down here anyway. So she would, instead of him going home, she'd drive to the office and just like have dinner with him. And then he'd go to bed and wake up right there at the place. It's a, that's what you need as a head coach in football. You need a guy completely obsessed like a dog with a tennis ball.
3: What's interesting about Joe Gibbs, too, is after the football, then yeah. he lived at the racetrack. And then he went and said, I'm going to, get to do something else. Get I'm going home. to
2: obsess over another thing. Not being <laughs> Not you, ma'am. You could pour all that energy into your family. <laughs> oh, you're serious? I'd never do that. These people are annoying. Yeah, and then I saw that sign on uh, me? Amazon last night. The teachers want to raise? Yep. What is this? Yeah, red for red. You guys can uh, all go f- yourselves because last night's sign on national television. Now, look at the person next to the sign. That's not fair. The, uh, uh, <laughs> the
3: other guy's at the wrong game.
2: Welcome back. We're in a sun shirt. Hoppins. Or Hopins.
3: Yeah, that's right. Because there's no
2: P's. Welcome back, Hopin's She forgot the K in Hopkins. I do have to think that that is a group of special people. I'm not yeah. sure. If well, not,
1: have somebody there chaperoning them. So they could have caught the spelling.
2: Yeah. And if they are completely special, the, uh, the lines are perfectly straight. Yeah. Uh, the letters look good. Somebody helped them with that sign it's stenciled in. Yeah. And they forgot the case. So other dude's looking For opens.
3: Devin Booker.
2: Yeah. Oh! That was <laughs> a guy in a sun. shirt just staring <laughs> off into the
3: basketball, 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 <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh but welcome back hopens yeah the, the arizona school system on display don't want to hear from you guys don't want to hear from you i don't care put it up
3: you spent so much time
2: making me yeah. oh we forgot the k yeah. the sign's ruined it's still good people will get it spelling don't count it will look like fools nah nobody's gonna notice a k missing oh we noticed and everybody saw it like emails started just flowing to me i get texts everyone, like, you see this and they're taxing people to make the school... Everybody went political with it. The school system's going to go... I think it was Huffman first. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they want to tax our schools. They want to tax wealthy people to, to pay for this kind of crap. So we can be embarrassed on television. I'm not sure that was a full blanket over the entire ability to spell Hopkins in the city. But it didn't look good. Because the one try we've got, we're Ofer. Uh, that's not cool. And if you're a big fan of uh, DeAndre Hopens, then... You know, maybe there's a guy on the team named Hopens that came back that we don't know that's on special teams or something.
3: Or they had to drop the K because there's only one Hopkins in
2: this town. That's Doug Hopkins. That's it's right. Not- that's right. Oh, maybe that was it. Maybe Doug Hopkins was there and they just, they misspelled his name. Yeah. He'll buy or sell your K. No questions or your sign as is. No inspections, no fees. Whatever's wrong with it, he'll fix. So yeah, Cardinals win last night. Good game. Uh, my friend had to go out there with some clients. And then one client's like, let's go at like one o'clock. <laughs> He's like, oh, early no, tailgate. I guess we'll just head out early. And he texts me, goes, do you want to come down to this? I'm like, absolutely not. There's no way you can get me into that. Especially after the Suns game uh, the night before with what went on. I'm never going to get into a pile of people like that again <laughs> and sit and stand in it. I'll go to the game, but I'm not going to hobnob prior to with people that I'm meeting for the first time. Too much fragility.
3: Unless you're with the guys from Barbecue Islands and uh, Valley Luna tailgate.
2: No. no, 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 Like I did last time. I know. Well, you have a different uh, ability to uh, just rose-colored glasses through the race riot that's going on around you and eat 14 or 15 different uh, piles of Valley Luna. Yeah, I I have no interest in uh, shaking hands going, nice to meet you. I'm done with that. If I have to stand more than five minutes with strangers, I'm going to my seat and I'm sitting quietly. It's over. Those days are over. I have to go to a charity thing tonight my neighbors have me in, involved in for uh, some theater group. It's very I think it's gay. It's probably a gay thing. I don't think it's supporting, like, gay activities. Well, it is supporting gay activities, but not not all people involved are gay. It's something with Phoenix Theaters. I don't know what it
1: is. That sounds pretty gay. It's Play. gay. Well, yeah. I mean, no, and
2: theaters, the theater. theater is automatically gay, yeah. but I, it's, it's almost like an SAT question. All people in theater are Aren't well, all all, all <laughs> gay people aren't in theater, but all theater people are gay. There you go. There yep. it is. Yes, that's it. And so supporting them is to support gay entertainment, which the I'm arts. all for. They're very good. Yeah, it's one of those the art. And they had this table, and they asked if I'd uh, be part of that, and I was like, sure, I'll head on over there. And they asked me in like April, and then you know October rolls around, and you're like, ah, oh, crap, I did say yes to that. And I do like going out with them. I just don't know after the other night if I'm capable of sitting in a room of strangers. Especially gay ones. Get suit up. Yeah, I will say this: I'm not gonna. You're supposed to suit up. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be the rube straight that wanders in a jeans and a nice button-up. He just wants to make sure everybody knows he's straight. Oh, and don't <laughs> think Michael and Troy don't know that. Got a text yesterday that said, "Don't forget, John. The dress is ca- or cocktail, casual or something like. that. I don't know what that means. So you can wear some capris and a yeah. blazer. Yeah. Oh, they tried to dress me for one of their. They did their uh, one in ten event, and that was for uh, like shelters for homosexual kids that are abused, which is a real, it's a huge problem. I didn't know about, they're all over the city, by the way, there's like a whole bunch of different places for these kids to go hang out. They've got like,
3: uh, as Brett would say, twink hostels. (laughs) (laughs) I
2: I don't think they called it that when I was at the, at the charity event, they raised a ton of money. It was amazing. Their stories were like, Holy cow. How do you not help these people? It was terrible. Uh, but, uh, Michael and Troy, uh, did everything they could to dress me. They were sending me links to places to buy clothes because they knew I was just going to show up, rube straight. I'm fine with popping tags. I look fine. Oh, I'll have the tags on because that stuff's going back tomorrow. Uh, one of my jobs today is to go over to the Biltmore and uh, buy my suit for tonight, and that's going back. I will stuff it's the a tags. Move. I will stuff the tags underneath everything. I'm off the rack. I can buy a suit right now. And wear it today. I'm off the rack guy. And so those tags will be taped to the inside of each thing. There might even still be a security thing on the side that I have to hide somehow because I might not pay for it. Yeah. I know off the rack. Return
3: mine. It's like, sir, no one else is going to be able to wear this.
2: You're not returning suits. You have your, (laughs) yours have to be flown in.
1: Why do I think Michael (laughs) Troy already called ahead and have something picked out for you? They do. You're
2: going to show up and it's, here you go. This, I'm like, where do you, where should I shop? Like, where, what are you telling me? And they sent me 20 different places. People I don't know that I had met at Michael and Troy's house started to send me links to, like, websites where the clothes are all outstanding, but they're for gays. Like, Joseph downstairs would look amazing in all this stuff. He dresses like a gay. He's a, he's a very fashionable <laughs> oh, yeah. man. And in order to be super-duper fashionable like that, you have to have a little bit of gay. I don't have it. I don't know what to pick out for myself. I know basics. I know how to pick out a black suit. And a white shirt. Just get a
3: nice royal blue with a derby, matching derby. And I do like Staff that, like a NFL line. When
2: I see uh, Michael Irvin on, I look at his suit. Yeah. Like, That's fantastic. I would, I would walk right past that and go clown suit. <laughs> yeah. But when it's on him, it's like Jesus, that looks great. But then when I see it on a, ra- I'm like, I could, what would I? I'd look like a lunatic walking around in that. So yeah, I'll just I'll go basic button up white shirt, can't miss black black slacks pair of shoes that i have to dust that's the best part about my dress oh, ups i pull i, I pull the shoes down i look and i'm like "Woof, man these things have collected they haven't been they haven't been worn in ages sometimes like why do i even keep them this, this is why and again classic black sergio ferragamos they sit in a box for sometimes years and then i pull them out and they're still good and i get people go like i love the shoes i'm like of course you do they're never going out of style they're black basic shoes that's why I keep those shoes in the shoebox because then you don't
1: have to sit there and spend an hour scrubbing them. With those wooden things? Yep.
2: yep. Oh, yeah. I got those, too. The things that keep it trace, Whatever. Don't know what they're called. Don't care. They just stay in there. They're in there so much more than my feet have ever been. I put them on. It's like a brand new pair of shoes. Yeah, so I got that going on tonight. That'll be fun. But that's the times I've hung out with Michael and Troy at their events, I'm not as worried about them being sensitive or their group of people being sensitive than I am just general everybody now. Like, it's the... The woke world is no longer just like the gay guys are the tough ones. Like they're fun. They tell horrendous off-color jokes. You can goof with them. You can you can make fun of them, and we have a good time. uh, Being just, it's comfortable. It's relaxed. You can't do that with uh, normal straights anymore. I like when Michael and Troy go out because it'll be two drinks in, and somebody will have called me bitch at least ten times. At least, oh bitch! Will you pass that? And it's just basically pass that bread knife, bitch. You've been hogging it all night huh oh sorry bitch it's right next to and then i catch myself in the middle of it going oh here we go she's gonna start crying about something We're talking about michael and troy they end up calling each other she it's a gay thing oh she's all over it tonight they, they they hit each other with the different pronouns and i giggle all night long you have your aunt alan yeah similar crap like the jokes are they're funny people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some of
1: them I'm just like, did you really just yeah, say that? Mean. Yeah, and
2: just way gone. Yeah. And I'm like, this is the type of people I need to hang out with, which is why I've made the big switch. <laughs> I will remain virtuous tonight because I know I am a commodity this evening. This I meet
3: maybe that right person. Meat.
2: No, 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 no. I'm not giving it up in this thing. <laughs> this tight meal that I've got walking behind me all the time, Brady, this delicious corn factory I've got brewing, that is going to be in demand once they find out. Yeah, I'm gay, but I'm a virtuous platinum gay. I'm, I'm untouched. Like walking on the first snow. They're going to want this. So I got to be very careful now. And, and nobody's getting it. He's bringing Megan just to be his bouncer. Look, she's there. <laughs> she's, she's the beard. <laughs> but, uh, this back door is closed for business. I got to, am not only, you're going to have to wine and dine me for years before I give that thing to somebody. Not happening. But the, the dual income of a gay and me, forget about it. What a life. <laughs> Fantastic. So, yeah, I got that tonight. I got to do that. But, yeah, I'm not uh, nowhere near excited about it because it's leaving the house, and I'm done with that stuff. I don't like it. I was watching a thing on YouTube yesterday about uh, problematic costumes for Halloween. Like, here we go. And some lady is on a crusade to get rid of the witch ask yourself why you would tell me why you would think when i say oh they're going to try and ban witch costumes this is her goal is to make the witch passe and uh, not a costume anymore think think of the reasons why i've got a few what is it what's number 1
3: uh, because it's contra it's embracing um, spells and stuff not very anti up. That's what religion I thought. ugliness not,
2: not brought up. it doesn't doesn't help Ugliness, body shaming, a little bit of body shaming. The main reason why is the broom brings up antiquated thoughts of a woman's role. (laughs) She should be sweeping up, which I think is a
3: positive thing. I do
2: too. And a woman with a broom (laughs) is seen as a witch, and like it's a woman's, uh, it's like her, it's like looking at a plumber with a pipe. And a you know a yeah. plumber's, a plumber's yeah, yeah. wrench. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's let's like, oh, let's
3: go over some pictures. Stereotype a bunch of pictures with a guy with a broom and a woman with a broom. It enhances who looks better with the
2: r- broom. I again. agree. It enhances the stereotype of a woman's role. And I'm like nobody has ever thought of that until you just said it. I'm with you. And then she did go into the thing about uh, body shaming and making anybody who isn't beautiful a witch. Could you know, we? Like, um, Jesus I mean, Christ! It's a Halloween costume. I'm okay with that. Uh, ditching the
3: broom
2: that's you their know, that's their mode of transport a, you know, for
3: kids it's a pain to carry the broom give and them a the little broom. bag
2: ah, that's a kid's problem that's a kid's decision that's the only kid's decision they should make if they want to be a witch they have to recognize a broom comes with that if it's too much to carry then you got to pick another costume it's like the year i went out is what i thought was darth vader but my mom made that homemade thing so i was just spaceman and i had this stick with a tinfoil lightsaber and then i realized carrying my my uh My little pumpkin that's supposed to fill with candy. This lightsaber and having this cape on is going to be a mess. So what I do after about two houses? Ran home. Don't need the lightsaber. Got to drop some of this stuff. Nobody thinks I'm Darth Vader anyway because my mom made this costume. So now I'm just Spaceman. The lightsaber didn't make sense in the first place. You analyze. You assess after house three. Is this working out? Then you run back to the house. You fix what's wrong. And then you go after the rest of the night. Load up. Yeah. Witches. Can't, she, she's dying to get rid of it because it's just it's male toxicity. It's a man's world that has painted a woman as a witch. And basically, she was saying the word "bitch" and "witch" are basically the same, and it's uh, it's it's anti-feminine. It, it's hateful towards women. Nobody has thought that until you said so. And this morning, I get up and they're trying to ban the Playboy Bunny because I, I of the logo. On. No, the the costume for a girls. And no oh. kids are wearing the playboy. Only hot whores yeah. in colleges. I draw the line right there. And Kylie Jenner and Bella Thorne. And that's what TMZ makes a fortune off of is taking pictures of those. So they weren't, but they're like, we have to do it because A, uh, you know, it's the Playboy thing. But they, uh, they said now that is, what was the phrase? Um, oh, perpetuates the rape culture. It, it's the reason people rape is because girls are dressed as Playboy bunnies. Playboy is the you reason. better start
3: uh, looking yeah. at a lot of costumes. So. Right.
2: Oh, Playboy's the reason there's rape, they say. Uh, uh-uh. That's not it. It's, uh, yeah, that's what, so they're saying that that's it. And the reason why is because all these woke people just watched the documentary on Netflix about Hugh Hefner and suddenly they're they're able to uh, solve the world's problems because that's it. But yeah, getting rid of the play, good luck with that hot girls in college want to look like whores at halloween that's that's a fact we've made we've made jokes about like them dressing up as bugs and that wasn't enough like back in the day you'd just be a big giant bug and then somebody said i work too hard and i look too hot and i gotta i got a five-year window here from being 19 to 24 where i'm actually good i'm gonna show it off and then the next thing you know they're sexy ladybugs and which I don't understand how they sexualize the ladybug, but they nailed it. It got good, quick. That's the good thing is if
3: you know if they get the power so much that it yeah. eliminates the Playboy bunny, you can't stop the sexy. They'll For-
2: turn anything into sexy. I, I forgot what the costume party was. I was around Halloween in Vegas and I saw something I'd never seen before. Whore lion. And the girl didn't understand that she was the male lion. She had a a thong on and a tail shooting out of the top of her thong, pantyhose that were kind of, it was amazing. And just a bra and then this like Eskimo hat that had the, the mane, the lion's mane. And she was whore lion. And I'm like, you're a whore male lion. You're like a kid, like a, you're not even the girl lion. You you're-
3: have to copulate 150 <laughs>
2: times a day. You better get on it, sister. You should have included the giant dong that would come with that costume, but you've, you've decided to just make it whore human lion. What are you? I'm a cowboy, I think. What are you? Whore lion. Holy cow. I didn't know those were a thing. I'm a lioness. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta smash me. You turned a male lion into a female college whore. Good for you. God bless you. That's what Halloween is. Yeah, ASU is worth driving around on the Halloween weekend and just taking a look at chicks walking from one dorm to another, limping, usually full of the last dorm, you know what I mean? (laughs) And they walk over. That's perpetuating rape culture. They made the choice to put that outfit on. It doesn't mean they should be raped, but I don't think rape is being a whore. They're mad at you. Uh, Like one of the... Comments on the on the thing about the Playboy bunny costume was basically like uh, Hugh Hefner ruined the lives of more women that he helped. I disagree. Uh, uh, you gotta see the other uh, docu
3: drama series on Hugh that glorifies what Hugh has done. Good, that <laughs> needs to happen. They chronicle the business, yeah, and uh, some of the stuff that he's done. It's- yeah.
2: And how is it different than any other painting from the 1600s of naked broads, right? Like, we still right. look at Renoir and all that. I don't think he ever painted naked ladies, but I don't know if it was Rembrandt or whoever. But there was those little fat old na- naked ladies that would lay on those uh, setties. How is that not perpetuating a rape culture when that was going on back then? But oh, we still, man. they're revered. He was an artist with a camera. That's all. And he had a good idea. And proof of that was he turned pictures into a billion-dollar thing. And won a Supreme Court deal to say that his magazine was not pornography because the articles were so incredibly good the supreme court ruled that it can be playboy can be in an office place because it's not pornographic penthouse lost that deal penthouse was like we want in too you know like gucciana you need to take a seat take
1: the beaver hunt because
2: you've got too many people peeing on each other for us to consider your articles to be the main reason your uh, magazine exists. yeah hugh hefner was uh every man's dream and and now this modern day loser that i can't stand that's happening to our culture looks back at something from another time and says, the grotto at uh, Playboy Mansion? Disgusting. Men. Men are single. What kind of man? Twinks? No. Like, like guys that, well, you know who it is? It's Captain save Oh. Because of the absence of fathers in homes, mothers have raised a bunch of Captain save because they're too emotional and they don't have that moment where their dad's like, all right, here's how it works. They're, they're always trying to make mom happy. So they say things like, Hugh Hefner's grotto was gross. Wouldn't you want to be friends with that guy? Not me. I don't want to go there. The women inside are loose. Huh? (laughs) What do you mean you don't want to go in there? We're in Tempe. All the women here are loose. Step aside. I'm going in. You're ridiculous. More for me. The candy bowl is mine. Yeah, some dude uh, sitting on that YouTube thing talking about how witches need to go. I'm like, why do you care? Stop it. But don't dress your little kids up. as. That's where I would draw the line. If you've got a little kid dressed as a Playboy bunny, then you are a problem. You're a weirdo. Here's where it's going along the lines
3: like you're saying. Uh, someone on Reddit asked guys to name things they're sick of being judged for. Yeah. Liking women. Having non-manly hobbies. I'm just tired of
2: it. Oh, well, this, this is what the new male is. Yeah.
3: Pampering out. yourself with things like massages. It seems like women can get all the spa treatments they want, but if guys do it, they're weird. Um, Taking long, relaxing, relaxing showers. Tired of being harassed. This is like what this. guys are getting. This is, yeah. Ordering a cocktail or a girl drink instead of a beer. Tired of being harassed. <laughs> oh, here's guys. the thing.
2: Did, Larry, he, did Larry? Yeah, I was going to say it's Larry <laughs> oh, well, <it's> Larry <laughs> I'll say this. Any guy who answers the question, "What are you tired of being harassed about?" and answers it at all, be judged isn't a man. Yeah, if you're if you're a man and you're like, <laughs> I'm so sick of being judged, you're half a man. I Guys, love to knit. That's the thing about like uh, like we golf with Eric Bryan from Precision. Yeah, and you realize midway through, Eric said something on a text uh, thread to us once that was. Uh, Inappropriate at best and hilarious, but he misspelled it. So I fired back that the spelling of it was wrong. And I said, and I am offended because if you're going to do it, do it right. And he, he wasn't sure. And in this day and age, dudes being dudes, he texts me and he goes, Hey, if you were really offended, I want to make sure. And I'm like, Oh dude, you cannot, I am duck feathers. You cannot offend me. And that you could audibly hear in his text, a sigh of relief. Oh good. I'm so sick of pussy friends that get all insulted and fragile boys. And I'm like, no, I'm not one of those. Like make any joke you want around me just go don't get us into fist fights that's all and, uh, and just keep it with us. don't start barking at other people don't drag in the outside That's the only time I that's the only time I'm like I'm annoyed.
3: I to make sure he was in the trust tree
2: right and once once we're in Funny is funny the jokes got hilarious We're dudes we're not supposed to be offended by what other guys say If you order a midori sour like Larry does, we're going to rip you. I will go so far as to say any man that's ever sat next to me grown man and Orders a rum and a spiced rum and coke is catching hell from me. And I'm gonna, first question, I'm gonna ask what sorority were you in? How come you're still doing this? Uh, when you were a college girl, do you have like fond memories of your rum and soda?
3: I was dying laughing the last time we had a Javier's and I had that mango margarita. Oh, you're never gonna and hear the, the end the, of it. Oh, it's I'm looking hilarious. at that. Like, good
2: order because pounding. So good. <laughs> <laughs> we're in Florida at that gay bar and you got a pineapple sticking out of here. I'm like, what are you doing? Whoa. I don't think this is a gay bar. I think that drink's going to make you gay. I think it's it has to be a gay bar. Yeah, you can't do it. More mac and cheese, Agador. Real guys like the locker room teasing. Sissies are the ones who can't get involved. I have a family member that I'm no longer speaking with because we had a fun weekend together, and then I teased him about it, and then he, in his 30s, told his mother that he's not sure I like John anymore. He really started to make fun of me, and it started to hurt my feelings. His mother got involved that I should apologize, and I did. And he's like, I just don't know that we can be friends. You tend to get a little abrasive. And I'm like, good. Best phrase I've ever heard in my life is we can't be friends because you're the worst pussy I've ever met in my life. Now I can say it. At the time, I thought he was a nice guy. Then that happened, and I'm sitting there chatting with his mother. He, told his, mom. <laughs> he told his mom, who I happen to know, and mom said, well, he's a little upset with you. Why? I guess you got a little rough with him on the text about his dating life. Yeah, because he's... The micropenis thing was a little <laughs> too far. I hit a nerve somewhere. But we're sitting there throwing barbs. We're fellas. First weekend I'd ever really spent with him. This guy's pretty fun. We had a good time. So he threw a couple of little extra, a couple of little Zinger, elbows as zing, zing. zing <laughs> huh? How about that? I don't like that he made fun of my dating life. So that's one person to dismiss out of your life. Any guy who's sensitive. Have you ever gotten an email from a guy that said you offended me when you said? Just be like, all right, this is the last text we're going to exchange. Pussies, world full of them. That's why I like hanging out with you guys. <laughs> Stuff that goes on around here, my goodness. This is it. This is a nobody
3: talks about my
2: mom. I'll this tell way. you, that this is a dangerous train to jump on. It's moving fast, so oh, if yeah. you get on it. You better be ready to hear some stuff because it's pretty amazing. Anyway, toughen up, buttercup. That's what I say. I'm just sick of women getting mad at me because I get massages every day. I'm sick of being judged. Well, you know what you could do about that. Stop getting massages every day. I can't believe you called me a name for my just general desire to want physical happiness. You can get massages, but do it like our parents did. Keep it quiet among your friends and then joke later. I've gotten a pedicure or two in my life, and I realize that it's a feminine activity. You know how I know that? The only guy in there every time. It's a bunch of ladies, tons of them. And I know what pedicures actually are. A woman's desire to own a slave. That's it. Poor women don't like getting pedicures because it reminds them too too much of how close they're to actually being a slave. They can't, they, they, they're almost the lady. Somebody washing and cutting your toenails. And not, and I've talked to every woman I've talked to about this. You know they're not trained to do. They don't. They go to a school. They go to a two week seminar led by their other family members from Korea who are over here, and they're all saying the same. They're thing. They're born that way. I had a dude. <laughs> When I was there last time, yeah, they're born with the knowledge of your feet being (laughs) uh, how to trim it, and then they're all like, "Oh, the massage feels so good." All they do is just take both hands and just basically jerk off your calf. There's no like science to the massage at a pedicure, and I'm like, "There's
3: something magical about that motion." There
2: is, Um, oh yeah, it's physical contact and somebody rubbing your muscles that have been working. It feels nice, but they're not doing anything special that you couldn't do yourself. It is a basically it's a white woman's desire to have a slave from another country. It makes them feel powerful. I was in that one. The last pedicure I got, I'm in there, and I'm like, Ah, where's my slave? And they're like, They don't like to be called that. Of course not, because it would uh, blow the cover off of this thing. <laughs> uh, where's my slave? We pay them. All right, where's my indentured servant then? And in wanders the dude who was just on a ladder changing the light bulbs. And he's got a towel over his shoulder and a bucket, and he starts running water for me. And I'm like, well, this is no good. And he goes, how you doing? Like, I'm fine.
1: Oh, man, you got screwed. He's the owner. He's
2: in a flannel shirt and jeans, and then this guy's rubbing my feet, and that's when I realized there's no space. He's just filling the void of a an open seat. He's, he's down a gal, and he's got to take over for a second. He's
3: Chris uh...
2: Chris Valenzuela. <laughs> yeah. And let me tell you this. He did a great job trimming my toenails and painting them blue, which I always make them paint it, because if I'm going to get a slave, they're going to do all the work. Women hate that. Your pedicures are basically... Your desire to own slaves. <laughs>
1: you got a dude in a form, and the
2: dude comes. I, I literally watched him changing a light bulb, and I'm thinking to myself, "That's dangerous," because like he's on a ladder next to all this equipment, and he wasn't far away from people getting their fingers done. And I'm sitting in that massage chair. That the last time that was cleaned, I have no idea. There's no way that thing's sanitary. And uh, I'm looking up, and he changes the bulb right over these lady stuff, and puts another one. And gets off the ladder, puts the ladder away, and then he comes right around the corner with his bucket and his towel for me. And I start laughing. I'm like, all right, well. You
3: had Quan
1: Cobain doing emails. I think Cobain that's to make you feel, <laughs> I I make you feel more Cobain. comfortable.
2: <laughs> Aura apologies. Quan <laughs> Cobain. Hey, hey, grungy Quan. Go get the rest of Soundgarden and bring him on in here. That's hilarious. Yeah, but yeah, so then I realized anybody in this building is trained and capable of trimming my toenails to a level and washing my feet because that's all they do. And then they take that cheese grater and just scrub it on the back. everything I could be doing at home that I choose not to, because it's better when a slave does it. <laughs> Hilarious. And they talk to each other openly in front of women that they think can't speak English, and I love go- I, that is the best part of a pedicure, is sitting there listening to the other ladies while they, you know they're in their thrones. It's oh. the ultimate bartender. For some of uh, those, they don't talk to the person.
3: I know those the people
2: don't want to, to. them, no. Uh, the one I go to, the ladies whisper to each other down by your feet. Oh, and they don't talk to the women in the chairs. The women in the chairs talk to each other. I'm not talking to the slave. You want the blue? You want the blue? Yes, I want blue. Don't interrupt me again. Anyway, for Thanksgiving, we're going to have this blah blah blah. blah. It's just, <laughs> it is. It's the ultimate pampering because that's what they really want. So it is weird when a guy goes in and, and like gets into the role. But, yeah, ladies, your pedicures are pure ego play. That's all that is. And the faster you recognize it, the faster we won't make fun of it. But that's really it. And I admire it because you've figured out a way to enslave an entire race of people, and nobody's mad at it. Well, My it was, dad uh, loved him the last five years. Sure, getting your feet washed is nice. Yeah. It's
3: biblical. He'd go to this place called... Uh, candy land spa and nails
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the strippers would come out and wash <laughs> his feet hey 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 look at that how hey, you do it there's,
3: there's where that three to five hundred and the
2: atm would always yeah, that's it do would you rub <laughs> those cans in my calf while you trim my disgusting toes yeah it's very nice to have somebody wash your feet if you offered to wash my feet right now wouldn't it be a bit of a class drop-off for you isn't that what the Bible yeah. says? Well, that's humble why, yourself? That's why
3: Christ did it. Right, to show that he's humble and feet.
2: beneath the other people. Yeah, not afraid of it. I'm not afraid to show you that I'm beneath you. I'm your slave. You made an industry out of it. And women are like, it is not. They're well-trained. They're well-trained as doctors in their homeland. And then some sort of political strife broke out and they had to fly here. I have cousin in Phoenix who does pedicure. I lose everything. And then you think you're cool for throwing him a saw bucket in. Here you go. Here's your 10. Take that back to your hovel and enjoy your meal tonight.
3: <laughs> Ronnie is yeah. kind of my Jesus in a way, except not, because she won't give me a pedicure. I've never asked, but yeah. I know that's she That's what wouldn't. she does for a living. That's what she does she for a living. She doesn't want to do it for you? <clears throat> no, like if I'd really? say, yeah, I'm off uh, limits most of the time. And then even <laughs> when my I dad would why. come in
2: town, She's not go down Bergen the feet.
3: street to Holly. She's not touching
2: your feet. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. That's strange. Like you'd think she'd want to practice on you or something. Yeah. I'm and just do like, some work. And you want to get a free one in here and just keep your skills sharp. I think if I really
3: wanted one, maybe <laughs> yeah. I could, but I'm not going to. Own.
2: Ronnie doesn't work at one of the places. No, nah, the place I go is very nice. It's in Paradise Valley, but they've, they've, it's hired out a bunch of old doctors from China that now just trim and wash feet. <laughs> oh, they're popular place. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very. Women love slaves. They love now the one that Ronnie is at. You're right. It's that barbershop of ladies that just gossip. Well, now she just you know has her clientele. It right. They come into the home. house. Yeah, and there's where the bartender comes in. Yeah, that's different. That's for women who just have problems and want to talk to somebody. Probably not a lot of friends and stuff. They got to confide in some lady who washes their feet. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if even anything, if the
3: services even happen. Sometimes,
2: no kidding. It's just talking. Ugh. Broad talk. You got a special room for that, right? It's not in yeah. the middle of the house. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah perfect. Anyway, ladies, stop dressing up like whores.
0: What said no, no man ever? Yeah,
2: thank you, <laughs> Brett Panic. Oh, yeah. yeah, Brett Panic. He's right. Playboy bunny costumes. shut your mouth. Playboy bunny costumes should be the only thing that's worn. And I don't know who they're trying to stop it from, uh, because they're not selling them to kids, and kids don't know what Playboy is. So it's only for the whores that we would want them to be, and the dangerous thing is stop selling them to people over the age of thirty-five. We don't see that either.
3: There's a cutoff on and the over one twenty. There's a cutoff. Of- yes, it can't be for a woman with more
2: than one hundred and twenty pounds on her on her frame. Brett's nailed it. So yeah, let's get into actually making it so this is what we really want. Here's what men are really thinking while we nod and go, "It's terrible what the Playboy Mansion has done to women." What we're really thinking is. Uh, God, I hope you never try on a Playboy outfit. You're fat. It's not a
3: Playboy yeah. hippo.
2: Yeah, it's not supposed to be for big women. There's, it's supposed to be for glorious women who used to pose nude. We wanted to look at, not like today's uh, nude models, which are fat pigs who are proud of their uh, cesarean scars.
1: That's the same with the Harley Quinn outfits, though. Too those, those should be banned for most There's people. There's going to be so
3: many this year. Again, oh, that is like that should
2: never happen. And it's really just a bunch of housewives in their 40s that are. Somehow or another thinking that that's a good idea. They should modify it to Harley Finn. Yeah, yeah. Harley, well, no, just don't sell the big sizes. If there's a medium, max medium. But I want to be Harley Quinn. We've well, done no work for the last 11 months to make you uh, believable as Harley What did Quinn. we say last year? Farley Quinn. Yeah, Farley Quinn was a good one. Chris <laughs> yeah, Farley you- Quinn, that's funny. And you're fat, so you're automatically a funny lady. Unless you can <laughs> pull Harley this <laughs> year. Farley Quinn is great. <laughs> Let the ladies be far. The big fat ladies go, I know I'm not Harley Quinn, so I. Uh, but I wanted to be, so I'm Farley Quinn. I'm the big one. Is that your uh, Night of the Singing Dead costume? That's pretty Farley good. Where <laughs> should go is Farley Quinn. In the Joker's Check van. Your pie hole <laughs> I'm going to kill you. In the Joker's <laughs> van down by the river. It's perfect. Harley Quinn's great for all you biggins. Stop dressing up as Harley Quinn and saying your body positive. Because when you leave, everybody talks about how negative your body looks.
1: I mean, they should make that costume only in one size. And Margot Robbie's
2: size. It. If you can't fill it
1: or <laughs> right. you overfill
2: it, right. that's it. And instead, and, and women will pick up the thing and go, this is size P. Is that petite? Or? No, no, that's perfect. It's only for perfect people. <laughs> y- you put it down. But I want to wear the Harley Quinn. Are you a size perfect? Because otherwise, <laughs> No. Here's one for you. It's the cow. (laughs) But I was the cow last year. And you've done nothing different. (laughs) You are going to slide into the cow outfit. Utters all of it. People will laugh. They're going to make Chick-fil-A jokes. That's your costume.
1: But I want to be sexy.
2: Mm, Do you? Because you don't look like you're putting any effort into that.
1: (laughs) Should have thought about that last year, sister. (laughs) Yeah.
2: You know where you'd be sexy is in the next 10, 11 months, uh, you start working out for next Halloween.
1: I should be able to do whatever I
2: want. Well, sorry. <laughs> I should be able to think whatever I want, and you're going to try to get my job for this. So look here, Chunks. Put on the cow outfit and get out of here. Let's move you over to this section of the uh, Spirit <laughs> Halloween store. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one! And we'll scream it together. It's 98KBD. Wake up! It's out of control now. You, Peter. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric's familybbq.com.